Kindled Podcast is brought to you by the generous support of our donors. If you want to join them in making this show possible, visit kindledpodcast.com slash give. Welcome to Kindled Podcast. You are listening to episode 44. I'm your host, Haley Williams, and this is Kindled, a podcast where women share stories of motherhood, work, and the grace we need for both. Oh my gosh, it's so good to be back, you guys. I have honestly really missed chatting with you every week and just having a space to talk about real and deep issues and things like motherhood and work and grace. So I was literally splicing in um, some things that I learned over the break to the intro of another episode that I was going to air today. And then I realized like, why am I joining this together with a full other episode? So then I decided I'm just going to turn this into a state of the podcast episode and I'm going to give it the space it deserves to say we made it to the end of 2018. We're not quite at a year for the podcast. It actually, uh, my first episode was February 4th, but I wanted to give, um, you know, I want to give real space on this New Year's Eve to talk about what I've learned in the last month, stepping away from the show. So I stopped publishing in the month of December every single week so that I could have space to celebrate Advent with my family and not be, you know, worrying about the details of putting out the next show every single Sunday. And that was great. But, you know, of course, God, as he always does, did a lot more in my heart and uh, and than I had expected or asked for in that time. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about um, what I've been learning and uh, what it means for Kindled and what it means for you and I going forward. Um, but before I get into that, I created a 2018 listener survey Um which if you are on my email list, you have received a link to, to take that survey. It is less than five minutes to take the survey. It'll take you less than five minutes. And it's really important for me in thinking about the coming year, planning, understanding what can be better, how to improve it. And, um, you know, just really getting to know you, the audience, because that is actually extremely important when you're creating any content to know who your audience is. And so... If you enter the survey and you actually take it, you will be entered to win one of three $20 Amazon gift cards. So there's your incentive. I love to give you guys incentives because I know you're busy and you've probably gotten 50 of these in your email inbox. So just take the ones where you can win something. I'm one of them. It's 20 bucks to Amazon. I'm giving away three of them. The deadline to take the survey is tonight at midnight. So I hope you're hearing this on December 31st and I hope you're taking it. If not, it's too late to win one of the gift cards, but if you still want to take the survey, let me know and I'll send you the link. Okay, so moving on. I wanted to take this episode to kind of just take a step back and share with you some of what uh, I feel that God's been laying on my heart over this break. So as you know, I took a break from uh, publishing weekly in December and stepping back from that weekly production grind really helped me notice a few of the themes that had kind of been emerging in my heart um, and really actually just call attention to them. So what those are, uh, there's three of them. And the first one is to ask better questions. 
So I have just been feeling that I want to ask better questions. Uh, and, and that means of my guests, but it also means of God uh, and of myself. So as I've shared in the past, you know, sometimes I've, uh, I've had times and seasons over the last year that I've even asked, you know, should I keep doing the podcast? Can I handle it? Um, how can I make this work financially? How do I have the time for this? I have two businesses and two kids and, you know, how do I do this? But as I have continued on and pressed on, and it's almost like that first mile in the race, like the first mile is the hardest, um, at least for me when it comes to running. Uh, I mean, all of them are hard, but the first is always the hardest for me. I don't know. Maybe it's like the first year has been hard because there's like, you're, you're still early enough in that you could just quit and just be done and nobody would notice, you know, you, you could go away and, and everyone would kind of just forget I'm happy to say I don't want to quit and I don't have plans to quit. But, um, you know, I think I've just realized, like, maybe the question I should be asking is not, should I keep going? But how do I make it sustainable for me to continue? And how might I make this a, uh, you know, something that is sustainable for my family or for myself? And what would that look like? And what needs to happen for me to do that? So, you know, those are things that I've been asking and entertaining, um, you know, myself and with my husband in conversation. So asking better questions is a big one. And I also, like I said, want to ask better questions of my guests. So I want to be more intentional in, in how I'm asking them questions. And one way that I think I'm going to do that is by asking um, three questions at the beginning of every interview and every conversation that I have. I will share with you what those three questions are going to be. But let me give you some of the backstory of why I want to do this. So I think I've shared this on the show before, but I was a journalism major in college um, at the University of Kansas. And when I was in college, I didn't join a sorority or play a sport. I worked on the college newspaper, the University Daily Kansan. Um, and it was a, a, a part-time job, but it was really, you know, coupled with being a student, it was like a full-time job. Um, and so when you write news stories as a journalism student, uh, the first sentence, or really if you write any news article at all, the first sentence of that story needs to encapsulate the entire point of the article in one sentence, and it's called the lead. It should be short, concise, to the point, and it should give someone an idea about the, what the rest of the article is all about. So when I was in school and, you know, writing these articles for the Kansan, um, you know, I had editors, I, uh, student editors, so it was a completely student-run paper, um, and they would tell me, uh, don't bury the lead. And that means don't put the most important information at the back of the story or at the end of your article. So that is basically how you organize your article is you put the, the lead at the top and the most important information next, and then the next most important information after that, and so on and so forth, so that the least important information is at the end of the article. And this is so that when you have to, you know, when they place all of the articles on the actual paper and they do the layout, they cut from the bottom up. So if they run out of space for a story on page 3B. You know, they know that they can edit that article from the bottom up and it's going to make sense and they can just cut from the bottom. So they're not worried that, oh, there might be something really key and important here at the end of the article. They know 
the lead is at the top, the article is most important at the front and least important at the back, so they can always cut from the bottom up. So anyways, all that to say, as I have kind of this like visual has just been emerging in my head of what that means for an interview um, for me as sort of a journalist in this, you know, in this role, um, it's a challenge because you're warming up your interviewee and trying to kind of feel them out and get comfortable and help them be comfortable as well. So you you can't always just start in hard and fast, uh, you know, drilling them with questions or you're just never going to really get to that place of like being comfortable where they actually want to share the real meat of what they have with you. So I've thought about this um, and, and I just can't I can't help but think that I want to find ways to lead with the lead. So one way that I have um, decided I'm going to try and do that is by asking these three questions at the outset. What does motherhood look like for you? What does work look like for you? And how are you experiencing God's grace in this season of your life? So as you know, this podcast is all about work, motherhood, and the grace we need for both. So these three questions touch on all three of those topics. And, uh, you know, depending on the guest, maybe they'll they'll shape shift a little bit and take a different form. But this is going to be um, a format that I'm going to adopt now with all of my interviews going forward. Um, so you can look out for that change to kind of take place in your earbuds in the next couple months. I did do quite a few interviews in December. I didn't use that model um, for those interviews because this has just kind of been emerging in my mind over the last couple weeks. So I wanted to let you know that that's something I'm doing and uh, and just kind of let you know that, that that will be happening. Another reason I think this is important is I know that even though we know comparison is not helpful, comparison leads to, you know, it's, it's just a thief of joy. It's not godly. It's not, um, biblical. It's not helpful. It leads us to desires that are sinful and, and things that trip us up. It is really hard to not always be comparing yourself to another woman, another mom, another, um, business owner or employee or colleague, whatever. So I think that by answering these three questions at the outset, it will actually help to diffuse the desire to compare because you're going to hear at the beginning of an interview, what someone's motherhood looks like, what their work looks like, and then how they're experiencing God's grace to dispel any myth or thought or kind of narrative you might be writing in your own mind that, Oh, like, wow, she's doing so much. I'm not doing that. Or, Oh, they're not doing this. Well, I'm doing that, you know? And so I I almost want to like set the stage of, you know, some fact-based information before I ask them to share a whole lot about what that looks like in their life and flesh out the details, um, just to prevent any, you know, need or, or space for you, you or I to create a narrative in our minds of, of what that really means for that person. Um, so anyways, I hope that it'll do that. And if it doesn't and it's terrible, then I'll have to come back and figure out a better way to not bury the lead. But that's kind of my thinking on why I want to do that. And then the next thing. So I said, ask better questions. Okay. That's the first thing. The next thing is, um, is not very eloquent, but really, I don't know how else to say this besides share real things that point to real, realer things. So realer is not a word I know. Okay. But you get it. 
I want to share real things that point to real, realer things. So I don't want to just share real things like being vulnerable and just telling you all my junk just for the sake of, you know, commiserating or finding another person. But I want to share real things that point to real, realer things. And one example I'll give is over Christmas break, my daughter Isla got really excited about Santa Claus. And we've, I never believed in Santa Claus as a kid. I wasn't really sure that we would be like, you know, pushing Santa or anything, but I also hadn't not said he was real. So as she like started, you know, just kind of catching on to all the commercialization and seeing Santa everywhere and he's in shows, he's on billboards, he's everywhere. I mean, you can't not see Santa. She was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe Santa's real. And she started getting really excited. And then Google Home, if you don't know what that is, it's basically like Alexa, the Amazon Alexa product where you can ask it questions and stuff. Google Home had this like whole pre-recorded Santa routine that you literally were like, hey, Google, call Santa. And it would call the North Pole and Santa would ask you questions and you would answer and it would lead you through this like series of prompts and then get to this music where they would sing Jingle Bells or whatever. And... After listening to this for a while, she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Santa's real. I can't believe he's real. And I got a little nervous, to be honest. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, like, I'm not sure what to say to you because he's not real, but I don't want to just like burst your bubble and be mean because it's so cute. So I was like, what do I do here? And what I ended up saying was, yeah, I mean, Santa's really fun, but um, who who do you think is more real, Santa or Jesus? And to my great relief, she said Jesus. So I was like, okay, if you say Jesus is more real, we're good. Like, that's fine. I'm okay with Santa being real if Jesus is more real than Santa. And I share that just to say, it's okay to, you know, well, I don't want to gosh, I don't even really want to get into this conversation here. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you believe very different things about how we should deal with Santa, and that's fine. I don't think salvation pivots on, you know, your belief in Santa. But my point is, I want the real things that I share to point to realer things. I don't want to um, make a space or facilitate an environment for real things to be shared that don't point to realer things. You know, I want that. Uh, I want the ultimate truth to be at the center and the motivation of why we're sharing. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that we can't have, you know, conversations and we shouldn't talk about things that are real within our business, but, um, or, or our life even. But at the same time, those ultimately can our, our heart needs to be centered on the realer thing, which is Christ and the, the hope of eternity and the hope of salvation and the reality of grace. Um, so I know that's not very eloquent or well put, but that's just something that's been on my heart. And then the last thing is to believe big. Um, and this is a hard one for me personally. I, I call myself a realist. My husband calls me a pessimist. So that'll give you an idea right there. I've never really been mistaken for much of an optimist. And, um, you know, I think largely like that's because I don't want to get my hopes up and then be disappointed. But I think what God is challenging me to to believe is uh, in in him and in the bigness of who he is and what he does and can do. And ultimately to believe that it's bigger than what I can do. 
And so by saying, you know, believe big, um, I don't mean believe big in myself and I don't mean believe big in my power or my ability to change my situation or, you know, do something incredible. I mean, believing big because of the, the God that I believe in, because I know who he is and I believe in who he says he is and that he's as big as he is and is as powerful as he's shown himself to be in the past in history and in my own life. And so that's what I mean by believing big. Um, and that really works itself into the very, um, minutia of my life. Like that means I believe big that God will continue to supply everything that I need to operate this show as long as he keeps asking me to do it. Uh, It means I believe he'll supply financially through the support of listeners or through advertising. It means that I believe uh, he'll supply the support I need in my life, like the time that I need to do it and do it well, in addition to the work that I do in my own business. Um, I believe that he'll supply the inspiration and motivation as I fix my eyes on not next week's episode, but on the coming day of Christ. Uh, And that day is real. It's actually going to happen that day when Christ returns. Uh, And when I think of this work in light of that, it is a short and momentary effort. It is good and faithful work, I believe, but all the struggles and frustrations that arise out of doing this thing pale in comparison to that day. And so as I continue onward in this particular assignment, I remember my calling upward um, in Christ Jesus. And I think, who am I taking with me? Who am I sharing truth with? Not just on this show, which would be the easy question, because that's like anyone who listens, but in my real life, um, in my neighborhood, who am I encouraging? Who am I showing up for? Um, how am I discipling my children and pointing them to truth? These are the harder questions of a life, not just do I keep hosting a podcast, but how do I run well this race set out for me in light of that real day? And, and that gets me back to asking better questions. How do I do it? You know, not do I do it or not? That's kind of an easy question because it's like either yes or no, it's fine. Either one is fine. I, I don't think me doing kindled is, is a moral issue, but it, the question is how, how do I do it? And that, that is where the real richness, um, and challenge lies for, for me and for all of us, I think is, is asking better questions of ourselves. So asking better questions, sharing real things that point to realer things and believing big. Those are my three takeaways from the break. Okay, so in light of all of that, uh, I, you know, this does work itself into actually, you know, the real work of running a podcast and making decisions about what I'm going to do. And so one of the things that I'm doing new in 2019 is pursuing um, advertising. And this is something I've never done before on the show. I've been pretty resistant to it just because I kind of didn't want to give up any part of of the ownership or control over what this product looked like. But, um, you know, as I've asked the question of uh, how do I do this in a way that's sustainable for me and my family, um, that's just something that kind of keeps coming up over and over again. So I'm working with someone now who is helping me, um, you know, figure out that whole process. So stay tuned there. And if you are interested in advertising on Kindled, uh, just reach out to me at kindledpodcast.com through the contact form. And I'm happy to send you the media kit and all of the 
rates and advertising information um, that way. So last but not least, I want to talk for a second about Patreon. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a, uh, a platform that offers you a way to support content creators whose content you enjoy and love. So it's, I mean, there's just so many people on Patreon these days. There's artists, um, musicians, podcasters, um, content creators of all kinds. And I've been on there for a few months, um, and I just feel like I haven't figured out a way to really make the most of that platform and serve the people who are supporting me on there very well, um, as well as that's made it hard for me to want to really promote it because I haven't felt confident that I really knew how to serve that audience very well. So that is all changing, and I'm super excited for what we have planned for 2019. So to keep it as short as possible, there are two levels that you can join us um, at on Patreon, a $5 and a $9 level. So there's a bunch of different benefits in each um, level, but the two main ones that I want to point out to you that are new are monthly trainings and video how-tos on a topic of my choice with your help in creating that calendar um, that's going to be surrounding the topics of motherhood and work. So something that'll help you with either your motherhood or your work or both. So think things like time management, productivity, meal planning, discipline, supporting an entrepreneurial husband, um, so many different things, balancing your motherhood and your work. I got a lot of ideas from the 2018 listener survey, so I'll be incorporating a lot of those into that content, but those monthly trainings will be available for both the $5 tier and the $9 tier. Plus, monthly, I will be sitting down with my husband, Joey, and we will be doing a live uh, video chat exclusive for this fireworks level audience. So what that will look like is we will pour a glass of wine or for Joey, it will likely be whiskey on the rocks and just have a little fireside chat. So we'll get to know the people on that level really well. And I'm so excited for this because I have mentioned it before, but it's just like, so you're so blind when you're recording a podcast, you don't see the people that you're talking to. It's not like a normal conversation where you're face to face and you're, you know, getting their reaction. It's so different. And so I'm very, very excited to just get to know a few of the faces around this community and start, you know, sharing in a more intimate way about what life is looking like for you guys and sharing for us as well and what our life looks like as far as, um, you know, work and balancing his full time job with my businesses and raising our two kids and then keeping our marriage strong and and finding your niche in you know whether that's in your full-time job or in your industry as an entrepreneur that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg of of some of the chats we have planned but I'm very excited because it's just a real way for me to engage with you outside of this episode and outside of Instagram um, but in in a real uh, setting that is I think going to be really meaningful so if you want to get in on the fun you can join the kindled community on patreon at kindledpodcast.com slash give and you'll find a button over that'll take you to the patreon page where you can read more about both of the levels available there and then I can kept our $30 level, which is the blaze level. And I have to tell you, my amazing grandma, Darla Huffine is my sole subscriber at that $30 level. And I kept that just for her. So Dee, thank you. You're the best. 
Okay, so next order of business is we are coming up on the one year anniversary of Kindled. So the way that I would like to celebrate that is by inviting you, the listener, to call in to a recorded voicemail line and share a little bit of your own story. So before you freak out and turn this off, um, here, let me tell you a little bit about what I'm, I'm thinking. I have never done a word of the year. I just haven't. But this year, I really clearly felt that my word for this year needed to be speak. And that may, um, you know, that may not surprise you. You're like, you know, thinking, oh, you have a podcast. Of course, that's what you would think. But not so at all. It actually came from a completely unrelated situation um, with our extended family. So it had nothing to do with this podcast. But in thinking about what that meant for me and how I could live that out in my life, I realized that, uh, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And, you know, the abundance of my heart right now is honestly just so overwhelmed with gratitude that this um, that this this platform has been given to me, but I don't believe that it's been given to me just for myself. You know, I don't believe it's been given to me because my voice is the most important, or because people need what I have to say. In fact, I don't think that's the point at all. <laughs> Obviously, um, what I believe is that uh, you know God is using it at, at this point in time, and and He can continue to do His work without it as well. But He's chosen to use it for some reason, and so what I want to do, since my heart is to point, um, to point people to the truth, is to invite you into that, invite you into this word speak, to share a story, to share share how God is moving in your life, how he has moved, how he's helped you, how he's supported you, um, how he's got you through a hard time or how you're in a hard time and you're just putting one foot in front of the other with his help and strength. So I have several questions that you can use as a prompt to call in and share a story, be it however short or long you want. Um, There's no time requirement. I would say just answer the question. So let me tell you what the questions are, and then I'll tell you where you can go on the website and get, you know, view these questions. I have a page so you can go and read them again. You don't have to remember them here, but I am going to tell you what they are. The first one is how have you failed the world's or your own expectations? And how does that point you back to Jesus? Okay, so that's number one. What uh, number two is what is God teaching you in your motherhood and your work? This could be how he is growing you, changing your affections, transforming your mind, or empowering you with the spirit. Number three is how have you taken the reality of grace to heart and how are you living in it on a daily basis? So this is about how does it empower your life or change your day in the small moments? And the fourth question is how have you seen your understanding of your motherhood or your work change as you have grown spiritually? So what has it looked like for you in, you know, your real day to day um, as you have grown? Are you less stressed or less demanding of yourself or others or quicker to forgive or quicker to ask for forgiveness? These are just prompts. If you have a different thing you want to share, I would love for you to call in and share that. Um, But these are just ideas. So if you want to participate in this anniversary episode, you must call in and share your story 
by January 25th. Okay. I'm giving you almost a month, almost a full month, January 25th, call in and share your story or share an answer to one of these questions. Um, and it could be on Kindled. It could be on the episode, the anniversary episode. It's going to be airing February 4th. That is exactly one year after I first aired my first episode. So I am just really excited and I would love, love to hear these stories, you guys. It's not only going to be life to me, it's going to be life to all of the people who get to hear how God is working in your real life. I mean, that's what's powerful about about Kindled, right? Is you're hearing real women, real stories of work and motherhood and the intersection of those two things, the challenges people face, the encouragements they have, the things that have worked for them, how God is moving, how God is freeing them um, from either their work or their motherhood being their idol. And you can do that for someone else too, by sharing your story. So I want to give you the opportunity to do that and to speak and, and to speak truth and point people to hope. So, um, I hope that you will take me up on this opportunity and join in on the fun. I think this is going to be really fun. Okay. This is awesome. I love it, but hopefully you guys are excited. Um, okay. So what do you do? You got to go to kindledpodcast.com slash anniversary. Um, and there will be a link on the homepage to it as well, but kindlepodcast.com slash anniversary, and you'll have all the information there in order to call in, tell your story, leave it on the recorded voicemail. And, um, yeah, make sure when you call in, you leave your name and then where you're from and then your story. Okay. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much. I am just so thankful and grateful for this year. Thanks for following along. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for sharing it with your friends. And every time that you, you know, share that with someone on Instagram or in your stories or told someone about it at church or your small group or in your workout class, like, I can't tell you how many times I've had someone be like, oh, I heard about this. My friend told me or, oh, I listened to the show because someone shared this episode with me or I first heard this episode and then I listened to all the others. And it's just so encouraging to know that these stories are reaching the ears of real women you know, these, your story matters, the, the stories that we're telling here matter, they have value, and they have weight, and they have importance, because they have value in eternity, because you are a soul, and, uh, you know, you don't have a soul, you are a soul, and the women who share their stories on this, on this small platform, are our souls as well. And I'm just grateful to have the the privilege of stepping into their story for 45 or 50 minutes and asking them questions and learning from them and then sharing that with others and, and doing what little part I can, what little part I play in this whole thing to just facilitate conversations that point us to truth, that point us back to hope um, and that just anchor our souls there, you know, and, and in the midst of all the things we discuss uh, around work and motherhood and grace, you know, I hope that you always come to the same place at the end. And that is the realization that none of this is possible without Jesus and, and none of us would have any hope if it wasn't for him. Um, and, and that's the source that is the source of all of the, you know, the looking forward and looking upwards and, you know, moving on and, and continuing forward and pressing on. That's the source of, of all of our, um, perseverance. So, uh, that's for sure the source of my perseverance this entire year. 
100%, I would not be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for, first off, just the conviction of the Holy Spirit and God's directing me in this way, but then continuing me in this path and continuing, um, you know, to, to give me what I need. Um, to, to record one more episode, to have one more conversation, to post one more thing on Instagram so that one more woman finds this and says, oh my gosh, this is just what I needed. Where were you 10 years ago? And then I say, well, I wasn't even married and I didn't have kids, so I couldn't have helped you. But <laughs> anyways, you guys, I am just so thankful. So thank you for being here with me in 2018. And I look forward to continuing on with you in the year to come. Happy New Year!